Hey guys, it's Jackie, founder of All Mama Care and Mama to a Super Kid. When my son was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia at 21 months old, not only did I feel my world was ending, but I was alone and scared. I made it my job to get my hands on every resource possible to become educated about his diagnosis. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was determined to become empowered and do everything possible to help my baby and my family thrive. Along the way, I've had the pleasure of connecting with some wonderful organizations and meeting some of the most caring and authentic people. This podcast is dedicated to supporting parents and families while their child is going through cancer treatment and beyond. I share with you all the resources that have played a major factor during this time in my family's life, and I'm so glad you're here with me. And now, let's get this episode started. Like there's a sense of individual achievement, like where he's like, I did it, like, mm-hmm. hooray. And it's great because at first he was very like off put by that. Now he's like really into it. So that's good. Hey everyone, I'm back after a little hiatus. This week we share with you a whole bunch of family updates. We talk about whether or not we're having a baby boy or a baby girl. We share a fun social distancing family outing that we went on. And Ryan shares his love of golf with you. We even tackle potty training. As I mentioned in this episode to come, potty training can be easily overwhelming for first time parents. And even more so for parents with kiddos going through treatment. We share with you an excellent resource that has provided us the confidence to take the leap and get rid of the diapers and help our super kid transition to the next stage of being a little boy. We encourage you to keep celebrating your child's milestones and share them with us. We love hearing from you. Welcome back to the All Mama Care podcast. We did not have an episode last week because we've been very busy with potty training, and that is the topic of today's episode. So I have Ryan here with me, and we're going to talk about um, just like our journey and like how it's been going with potty training and some resources that have been helping us kind of update you guys with kind of what we've been doing. So first off, Ryan brought up a really good thing that we should tell you guys he found out that we're having another boy no it's crazy because we both thought it was a girl yep but we're really happy we're really excited ollie's really excited and we just are really blessed so wanted to share that with you guys right off the bat and secondly we went strawberry picking yeah yesterday and that was a lot of fun i was a little nerve-wracking when i pulled up because it was very busy um but most everybody had masks on. There were some people who were choosing not to wear them. But in general, most people did. Most people had their kids have masks on that were age appropriate. And we it's easy because it's outside, so we were able to socially distance. We also showed up at almost like a perfect time because a lot of people left right when we were like standing in line. There wasn't a big line to get the, the carts for the picking. But that was a big deal because I remember last year that was the first like public outing we did with Ollie after mm. when he was in like intense treatment 
last summer. So it was really special to go back to that same farm and be in a totally different place a year later. Plus and, all his cousins came, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Because we didn't do that with them came. last year. So that was a ton of fun. And of course, like, um, it was pretty quick. I mean, when you're with toddlers, you know, they only have a short ex- attention span. So within about 20 minutes, I think we were all done picking strawberries. And then we looked at the horses and we were done. So we picked three cartons of strawberries, though. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like. But I mean, it was good activity for toddlers. Yeah, what I'm saying is like, you're like, we were in and out, but like, Three cartons a lot of strawberries to pick, I think, personally. I was very impressed with our haul. Yeah, it was was really a lot of fun. So I wanted to share with you Um, guys. You forgot other important news that concerns me. Oh, Ryan has some news he wants to update you guys. I broke my pinky toe. How'd you do that, Ryan? Well, I basically rammed it into the pantry door. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us, like, how you were running away from, like, a wild dog in the neighborhood. and like Fighting a ninja. No, that didn't happen. I mean, I have fought off assassins before, but this time I was literally just going into the pantry and slammed my pinky toe in and broke it. So, probably some of the worst pain I've ever felt. And it it's it still hurts to walk on it. It's, it's healing been, about, it's been about two weeks. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, we got to tape it up. I mean, it's just... Horrible. Brutal. Quarantine. Quarantine. Injuries. Pinky toe. And the pinky toe is like, I mean, let's face it, the pinky toe is, I don't want to say the most useless toe, because I'm sure like all the toes are useful in some way. You need it for balance. I'm sure you do. But like, you barely move your pinky yeah, toe. You barely you'll be there. Surpri- you'll be surprised. Right. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is it's the one that's always getting stubbed, which is like that horrible. poor pinky toe. It's literally the toe I always stub. <sighs> I never stub. Like, I think sometimes I stub my big toe. But it's always, always the pinky toe. And Man, it it's not I mean, and like it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. And luckily, I can wear sandals because it's summer and it's hot all the time now. But I mean, if I had to wear clothes to shoes to work and stuff, and I'm a teacher, so I stand on my feet when I teach, like I'd be like sitting at my desk all the time with a closed toe shoe. <laughs> You'd have to wear one sandal yeah. and one shoe. It's crazy. The other thing, too, I did go, before I broke my toe, I went golfing a couple times, which was really nice, just to be outside, doing something that felt normal again. So that was nice. And it's a great activity because you really can keep your distance from people. I mean, you know, in the cart I was with, the first time we were walking, and that was horrible. So if you are, uh, if you're a golfer out there and you're listening to this, walking golf is horrendous, and I hate it. Um, but the second time, we were able to rent carts, and... You know, as long as you're with a, a person that you know isn't sick, um, like a family member or something, you know, they, they let you get the cart together. Um, and that was great because it made it a lot more enjoyable. It was a perfect weather day. So that was also nice. I would have liked to have gone golfing for Father's Day. I actually have re- really gotten into golf. Um, I know it's like so typical, right, of like, I'm turning into a middle-aged man. You know, Embrace gonna, it, right. Got to embrace the golf. But I, I actually really find golf to be very calming. And I... I just feel like when you're, oh God, this is going to sound so corny. I'm going to sound like one of those like movies, like Bagger Vance or something. But like when I'm, you know, just concentrating on hitting that ball, everyone else is quiet because everyone's super respectful when you're hitting. When you just concentrate, it's just you and the ball. And it is kind of like your Uncle Kevin said, it's like a moment of zed. It really yeah. is for me. It's, it's quiet. The birds are chirping in the background. It's just me trying to connect with that ball. And I think that's why I like it so much because like our life has been so chaotic the last couple of years and it really does give me that sense of peace so if there's anyone listening who who loves golf that might be the reason you love it and if 
you know someone who loves golf or you're married or in a relationship with someone who loves golf and you're wondering why do they love golf so much that could be the reason maybe that gives them their moment of zen which they can't find in their everyday life i feel like at some point i have to go out on the course with you yeah you should i mean not now because you know you're like five months pregnant what do you, you mean probably, my belly will get in the way probably, what are you talking about not, i mean you know there's some very large people who like the golf too but what i'm saying is is that and I'm not saying you're very large. That sounded horrible. We're going to edit that yeah, part edit out. Yeah, that out. Because uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I just meant like, yes, mm-hmm. with the swing of a golf, especially the iron My work balance you have to do, yeah. it's not balanced. With irons, you're supposed to have your arms a lot closer to your body. So like, you know, with a pregnant belly, it's going to be very hard for you yeah. to get a good shot with the irons. But yeah, I mean, sometime I'd like to show you how to do it. Yeah. Go to a driving range at least That'd and give fun. it a try. So the reason why we wanted to do this episode was to kind of Talk, Talk about, about my golf game. Obviously, catch you guys <laughs> up on how Rai's doing with golf. Um, but also, just to kind of tell you how we approach party training, um, I've been really, really blessed to talk with a handful of listeners and kind of talk with them about what they did with their kiddos as far as potty training. And I was given a book by my cousin, and it's called Oh Crap Potty Training. Everything Modern Parents Need to Know to Do It Once and Do It Right by Jamie Glowacki. Did I say that? Glowacki. Glowacki. Yeah. The Pied um, Piper of Poop. So That's her nickname. We're not, we're not going to go into too much detail about potty training, but I am... I I'm thought sure it, people will be riveted by that. I don't know. Maybe you should. I thought it was important to talk about this on an episode because it is very intimidating, I feel like, for any parent to approach potty training, you always hear these horror stories. Of and the poop on the walls and poop on everything. No, we said we weren't going to go into that much detail. No, I'm saying like that's the horror stories you hear, that there was like poop everywhere. I thought it was important to talk about this because even before we even thought about when would be the right time to potty train, I was really nervous because what I was reading, a lot of people had recommended just wait until after treatment. And Sorry. I think I kind of like took that out of context because obviously every child is different um, and every child is diagnosed at a different time, but we felt like it was appropriate for our son to potty train when he turned three. Well, also like so many people around him, like mm-hmm. all of his, his cousins, cousins yeah. that are his age or just a little older, they are potty trained. So I'm not, I'm not saying he was like embarrassed or anything, but like, it just, it felt like it was time because yeah. he understood what it was and he had been right. testing it out, right. sitting on it sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he kind of grasped the idea, um, but also it was the, the diaper rash. It was just getting yeah. so bad all the time. Yeah. And like the cream, I mean, it helped contain it, but like, it just yeah. wasn't working anymore. He needed, he really, for his skin's right. sake, he really needed to try it. And like, honestly, it is nice not having to change diapers. Yeah. I mean, I get a little irritated. Mm-hmm. He, he's doing a thing where he tells us he has to go to the potty all the time now if he has to go, but he doesn't want to go. So he'll go, he'll run to the bathroom. I have to go potty. And then he goes, no, I don't. Because he holds it in. Because now he knows how to control it. That's the thing. What I wanted to talk about is just how great this book is and how... Is this a book review? No. I thought that, we were talking um, about the potty training. We are, we are, but... What I wanted to talk about was just like how great it is. This book just kind of breaks down everything. It's, it's a stellar just, read. It's a riveting read, and it's all about poop and pee. But I'm just kidding. I haven't read it. I'm just trusting Jackie's information. She read it. I'm reading comics right now on my Kindle, so 
very grown-up stuff. <laughs> right. I'm reading The Death of Superman and then The Return of Superman, or The Reign of Superman, sorry. Uh, Ryan told me, you read the potty training book and you tell me exactly what to do and we'll do it. And I have. I was very frustrated at points with some of the points in the book, but I did follow it to a T. Yeah, and we've had great success. We actually have had really great success. It, it. I won't lie to you. Yeah, it's an Those, undertaking. The three days that it talks about Oof. in there, when you first it, start, when yeah, you when first you first start, start, are absolute hell. They're tough. They're not. The tough. first day was like, oh my gosh, what are we getting the into? The first day was horrible. I mean, there's accidents everywhere. Yeah. So if you have hardwoods, though, it's great because you just clean up yeah. really quick. We have a lot of hardwoods. We would get some on the carpet, but like. It was just accidents everywhere that first day and frustration from him because now he's like, yeah. he was like naked and, yeah. you know, and he didn't know what was going on because right. the night before he'd been in a nighttime diaper and it's normal day. He was in a diaper all day. He just went whenever he felt like it. And it's basically like kind of training him to essentially recognize when he has to pee and right. poop. I mean, right. that's what potty training is, is to recognize when you feel like you have to go. And we have had a lot of success with it. We barely had any accidents this week. We're in the second week now, yep. right? So we barely had any real accidents. But um, the nice part is that uh, the author, Jamie, she really just breaks down the whole training into what she calls blocks. So like block one, like Ryan said. Well, we don't want to give too much away, right? Right. Copyright, right? We probably should. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so just read the book. It's really, really helpful if you're interested or you're nervous about potty training. Right. And we highly recommend it. And we've had really great success with it. We've seen a lot of progress. So do you think she should come up with like a cliff notes version for the dads? Probably. How about just like for anyone? Cause like, no offense. Like I just would not want to read a whole book about potty training. And this book looks like it's like it's 200 pages. How, yeah. how, how big is this? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like, there's a lot of info in there. Right? I know. I'm just saying it's like, it's like, a. Oh, there's a dad's cheat sheet in the back. Oh, see, there we go. There All right, we so go. She hadn't gotten to that part yet. That's All the right. only thing I would I'm read. I'm halfway through the book. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to read a whole book about potty training. I want to read Superman comics that I read when I was a kid and re revisit my childhood. <laughs> what if she put half of a comic book in it? What if she made it into a book? Oh, that book? would be even better. <laughs> like, honestly, for dads, like, all right, forget Cliff Notes. Make it into, like, an action-filled comic. Even with the poop, I mean, who cares? That'd be cool. Like, I don't care. That'd be funny. But anyway, we highly recommend the book. We've had really great success Jackie with highly it. recommends the book. I recommend Cliff Notes or comic book version of yep, the book. Yep. But yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys that, you know, you know your kid better than anybody. And don't be afraid to kind of take that first step and, you know, just kind of walk right off the cliff. That's pretty much what we did. Like, I woke up. I showed Ollie all the diapers and I said, and it feels like you walk up. Yeah. I said, Ollie, see these diapers? They're going bye-bye. And I just got rid of everything in the house that was diaper related. You were like super firm that day. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know how she's holding this together. Cause like, I wanted to pull my hair out mm. that first day. I was so frustrated. Yeah. Just like the amount of attention you have on to pay call, you on, just call. on call the whole time. And we tried to give each other breaks, but it was like, you really couldn't because like our son, he's just like active all the time. Like yeah. almost, and we couldn't go anywhere. That's the thing. You're like trapped. In it's like house. a real quarantine. For In like the house the first for three weekend. days. And so like, you know, for me, Oh, it was brutal. Cause he wants to go outside. He wants to, you know, I mean, he wants to go to someone's house. He wants to do something. He wants to go in a pool. He wants to do something because it's summer. 
and we couldn't. And so like trying to entertain him and watching him, it was just, it took a team. I, I don't know how people would do it on their own. I will say though. Or with other kids on their own. One silver lining we had was the first day it was super rainy. So that kind of yeah, helped. It did help. The second day was super sunny. So I just pretended that there was a snowstorm outside and we pulled out all the arts and crafts. He pulled out. He bought it. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. He like actually said, like, how's it snowing if it's sunny? Yeah. I was like, it just is all. Yep. It just is. And then the third day, we were kind of going insane. So we traded off every he, he hour. He went outside the third day, though. You, you're right. We went in the backyard. Yeah. We, we didn't go anywhere else, but he did go outside the third day. And by that time, though, he was recognizing. He, he kind of knew, like, I have to go potty. Yeah. Like, he couldn't hold it yet. He couldn't, like... So he might still have an accident, but he was starting to at least recognize, I have to. Right. I mean, I do think we were extremely lucky Yeah. so far with our potty training. We're really happy that he's hitting the milestones that he needs to. And, to, you know, even though that he is on treatment still, we're just really happy that he's progressing forward and hitting the milestones that he needs to. And overall, I feel like, he's acquired a new sense of like individual in, yeah independence like yeah like in, but it's also more like individual like achievement because like he gets very excited now like we were getting very excited when he was first doing it and now he'll get super excited like there's a sense of individual achievement like where he's like i did it mm -hmm. like hooray and it's great because at first he was very like off put by that now he's like really into it so that's good but anyway, guys, so we just wanted to update you on things that are going on over here, and I hope everybody is staying cool. Stay safe. Be well. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. If something from this stuck with you, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to message me on Instagram or on Facebook and tell me what you thought. Join the private All Mama Care Facebook group to connect with me directly and other listeners across the globe. You can even send me a voicemail. Simply go to anchor.fm backslash time backslash message. Wherever you're listening to this, take a screenshot, tag me and a couple friends. You never know, it might be exactly what someone needs to hear today. The light within me honors the light within you.